Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful, beautiful Thursday morning. Trust everybody had a good night's rest and uh, appreciate you all this morning. I apologize that uh, we're having to do things a, a hair earlier than what we what I'm used to. Normally we do this at 7.15, not 6.15, but uh, it is a necessary evil right now. And I uh, appreciate each and every one of you for bearing with me. And uh, I know that uh, I've got a, a yeah, text message uh, people saying that uh, I needed to put some WD-40 on my uh, on my chair. <laughs> it is uh, it is it is very creaky, so uh, I may have to so overlook the uh, chair <laughs> while I'm talking anyway. But I kind of like the squeak because uh, in here in my office is where my uh, we kind of generally seem to gravitate, and Brandy and my daughter will watch TV while I'm studying or working or whatever. And so I like this week because I, uh, I like to aggravate them <laughs> and I'll do it as, and, uh, and after a few minutes you'll hear, quit, stop, I drive me crazy. So that's one reason why I don't get a fix. It's just fun to torment, uh, my wife and daughter. So, uh, you know, that's <laughs> just, that's just what dads do, or at least that's what I do because I'm a big pest and love to torment, uh, those around me. So, uh, it brings me great joy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, I always try to do a little bit of, uh, political commentary uh, before my devotions. And, uh, you know, I, some people may get upset with that, may not like it, may not agree with it. And, you know, that, that's a great thing about this country is that, uh, you know, of all the countries in the world, we are the most tolerant, whether they, you know, despite what the media uh, may try to say to the contrary, uh, we are. But, you know, one great thing about our freedom is that we have the ability to disagree and still remain friends, uh, you know. But with this cancel culture, uh, this Marxism, is going to get to the point where if anybody says something that is uh, uh, that someone is offended about, uh, they're going to send out uh, the Gestapo and have you arrested. And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people that on my Facebook and social media, I don't always agree with. In fact, there's some I see, and I'm thinking, oh, I'd love to love to say something back, but you know what? I'll just keep on scrolling. Uh, you know, like I said before, you could win the battle but lose the war. So, you know, there's things I put on there that I'm sure that you don't agree with, and I'm sure there's things that people put on there that I know I don't agree with, but you know what? We can still be friends. And, uh, you know, it, it does kind of hurt me when, uh, uh, when people just, you know, they may either quit the church or, or uh, uh, just become very unfriendly at all because uh, I might uh, not agree with, say, with the mask or the virus or whatever it may be. And, you know, and I'm thinking, really? I mean, that's kind of petty, you know, that you get that upset over just a small disagreement. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care what church you go to. Not everybody's going to agree on everything, you know. But uh, but my point is, um, this morning, you know, they, they were talking about on the news uh, how Donald Trump was on Fox and Friends. And he um, uh, said that uh, children are almost immune to the virus, which all the studies indicate that that is true, that kids are almost immune. He's trying to encourage schools to open up and let kids attend. And it's not to say that kids have never gotten it, but for the most part, they seem to, to have a resistance to this virus. Well, as a result, 
uh, Twitter uh, removed his account. Until he removes that post, they removed his account. Facebook uh, claims that it was false and removed it. And, and that amazes me, particularly with Facebook. I've seen some horrible, blatant, flat-out lies on our president. Not a thing. You can have you can put on there a Christian Bible verse or do something like you know, uh, something insignificant. I've seen people get banned from Facebook, but you can put Islam on there. You can glorify the rioting. You can do all these things that liberals uphold, and that's okay. But if you put anything conservative, Christian, biblically related, I mean, I've seen those things get banned. I've seen it. I've seen that this happen to me. If I speak out against Islam, I've seen I've been banned for. 30 days at a time because I spoke out against uh, this false uh, religion. And uh, it just uh, amazes me, uh, this cancel culture. I'd give anything in the world to have the resources and the ability to have a conservative version of uh, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, I've tried. I really have tried, but I just didn't have the ability to really push it out there. But, you know, I noticed when I tried, all these people that complained said, well, I wish I had an alternative. When I put something out there, you know, they're made of stuck. Nobody likes change. That's what it boils down to. They don't like change. They may not like the situation of what uh, social media is doing, but uh, they. Uh, but most people won't change uh, their routines, and they're used to Facebook, they're used to Twitter, and that's where they're going to stick with, or Instagram, or whatever else. You have Snapchat, which I, makes zero sense to me. I don't get the Snapchat thing at all. But anyway, I really don't get Instagram either. i just thinking, you know... If you got Facebook, I don't understand the point. But anyway, it's about the same. To me, it's about the same thing. So, kind of the Cliff Notes version, if you will. Well, uh, let's go ahead and stand and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. So, and I do stand, I do remove my hat, and I do place my hand over my heart just so that you know. Okay. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tell you what, I praise God for the United States of America. You know, it's, you know, it, it angers me. Uh, you know, as I've said before, what's going on with this whole cancel cancel culture. Uh, fiasco, uh, the the blatant push for socialism. I mean, you look at Venezuela, and, and they were a huge, thriving capitalist country uh, back in the 80s, early 90s. And when they went the way of socialism, they're standing in lines and starving to death. And that's what's going to happen here if they push socialism. It has never worked, and I don't understand uh, why these liberals are so giddy to do so. And, uh, you know, it makes me sick when I hear things, uh, when people try to say, well, America was never great. I thought, man, you don't, you have no clue what you're referring to, what you're talking about. This is one of the greatest countries God has ever allowed us to live in. And I just, uh, it nauseates me to no, no extent uh, to some of the lunacy and stupidity that comes out of people's mouths. It really does. But, well, let's go ahead and, if you have your Bibles handy, uh, hold on here. Uh, go ahead and get them out. We're going to look at uh, Luke chapter 5, verses 23 through 25. So get your Bibles out. If you don't have those handy, I have it available where you can just read right along. And um, hold on, I thought I had it available. Now I do. All right, here we go. 
bring this up here. Luke chapter 5, verses 23 through 25 says, Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or say, Rise up and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy couch, and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that where he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. As me, Pepe always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right, friends, uh, you know, we look at this passage here in God's Word. And, uh, you know, this is about the paralytic uh, that uh, Jesus healed. And uh, when the men come, they knew they, had to, they had just had to get to Jesus. They knew if they got to Jesus, he would be healed. Now, there's a couple of things going on here. First of all, uh, where Jesus was talking in this home, there was, the crowds were so big they couldn't get near it. But to me, uh, you can also see the point of us spiritually, that if we just get to Jesus, everything will be all right. You know, I... Uh, I've told you all about when I was a kid, and I had to spend a lot of time uh, in oxygen tents, and uh, I would have to, uh, when I was waking up in the middle of the night, uh, suffocating, literally couldn't breathe, and I'd get on my hands and knees, and I would crawl to my dad, and I knew if I could just get to my dad, I would be okay, and I remember just reaching up there, and I mean, it's all I could do to reach up there and to, to shake him and just point, uh, because I couldn't even, I couldn't make words. I was suffocating. My throat was like it was closing off. And uh, in fact, I think I wondering why I've got so much uh, health issue. I mean, yeah, well, health issues and upper respiratory problems now because of all I went through when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, that's just with us with Jesus. Sometimes we can't even utter a word, but we know if we get to Jesus, we'll be okay. Well, anyway, they hear, they, they think, well, we can't get to Jesus because of the crowds. We'll go in through the roof because I guess they figured that uh, it'd be a whole lot easier to uh, 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 fix and repair a roof uh, and be more understanding if Jesus could just heal this friend of theirs. So they cut a hole in this clay roof and they lower him down right in front of Jesus. And, you know, and that's what Jesus asked uh, here right as we see here, verse 23. Is it easier to ask for forgiveness or to rise up and walk? Because, you know, even though Jesus could heal the physical, he wanted to make sure that this young, this man understand the uh, eternal, uh, that uh, that what Jesus could do was far greater than what could be seen with the eye. And I think that's why he was asking this question. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think for some, uh, having forgiveness towards those who have wronged us can actually be harder than physical healing because most of us are prideful. Most of us have anger issues. <laughs> most of us has uh, bitterness uh, within us. And when someone does us wrong, it's hard to have forgiveness towards those who've wronged us. And that is something that I've had to really battle in my life to really overcome is to have that forgiveness, to be able to uh, go to other people and say, hey, you know, let's, let's fix this wrong that has you know, sprung up between us. That's what the old devil wants. He wants to cause that division. But, you know, when we look at this passage here, you know, one thing that, that Jesus is conveying is the truth, the truth of God. And uh, so there are so many people out there who are chasing shadows, who are chasing uh, things that are irrelevant instead of seeking after truth. The God of this world has blinded people, and they uh, uh, are desensitized 
to the things of the gospel. They are desensitized to uh, Jesus Christ. They are desensitized. You know, they so many. You know, you look at uh, the violent video games. You look at the indoctrination, the propaganda from the liberal left, whether it's in schools or television. They try to push same-sex relationships as if it's normal when it's anything but normal. It is abnormal. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't care how you try to dress it up, and I don't care how you try to justify it. You cannot tell me in good conscience that you can look at that and say, oh, that's a wonderful thing. Deep, if you are, if people say that, they're a liar because they know deep down they're going, uh, yeah, that's just something just ain't right there, you know? Uh, seeing uh, someone of a uh, man trying to look like a woman or a woman trying to look like a man, you, you know deep down, no matter how tolerant you try to act, that even deep down you're still like, yeah, that just, uh, that just don't feel right. But you try to convince yourself that that is okay. <laughs> And, you know, and that's the whole reason for this propaganda. We're seeing the indoctrination of our children uh, that they uh, are beginning to think that this is okay. This is a normal part of life. It is not at all normal. And uh, only Jesus could bring healing. And I don't care if it's gay or straight or whatever. Uh, the main thing is to draw people to Jesus Christ, to draw people to God, uh, to, uh, you know, if, if God can illuminate uh, their hearts and minds, people quit chasing these shadows and uh, they can understand the truth of the gospel, the truth of what Jesus Christ came to do, uh, then they can be enlightened. And no matter where you're at in life, Jesus Christ can change you. He can uh, bring you to the where you need to be. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, out there think, well, you know, I think they think they can change individuals and they don't understand it why people aren't responsive when they try to witness to them. But all we can do is plant the seed, spread the gospel, and then it's up to each and every person whether to accept or reject. And, uh, uh, you know, but it's so sad that the godless world has blinded so many people and that they cannot see. And that when you try to explain to them the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, what he has come to do, uh, they, they can't see it. They don't understand it. And they just blow you off. They think that what the world has to offer is far better and greater than what Christ has come to do. And, uh, you know, we need to shake these people up sometimes. You know, I, I know I'm not saying physically grab them and shake them, although I won't lie, there are times I wish I could <laughs> because it just it blows my mind. It truly does. Uh, but people need to understand that they are in need of a Savior and that there is a real heaven and there is a real hell. And it is so sad to see uh, so many young people and uh, middle-aged people, people my age. Here, I'm, I'll be going on uh, 48 uh, this uh, coming December. It don't seem possible. I mean, I blinked. I mean, I feel like I literally blinked. And, uh, you know, I was just 18 and in high school, and now I'm 48. I blinked, and my kids were born, and now they're, uh, one's already graduated high school, and one's a junior in high school. It just, it just seems like a, a, just a snap. And I'm like, what happened? You know, it is, uh, with my beard, I'm starting to look like Rip Van Winkle anyway. You know, it's like I woke up, and it's like, what is going on? And uh, the fact that so many people are just not responding uh, to the gospel. And I think it's indicative of us living in the last days. 
So let's quit chasing after shadows and let's start chasing after Jesus Christ. Let's start chasing after the truth. Let us seek him out daily, just as these men sought out Jesus Christ. They knew if they could just get to Jesus, they knew that they could heal, that he could heal their paralytic friend. But Jesus Christ wanted to make a point, which is harder, forgiveness or being healed. He's trying to make the point that we need to look at the eternal, not the external. And, that's, and so, so that's one thing I want to make sure that you all do each and every day, that you're looking within and that uh, and asking yourself, am I truly trying to seek after Jesus Christ? Am I truly trying to seek after him and to serve him? And, uh, you know, it's so sad when you try to talk to someone about Jesus Christ. And they say, well, uh, the Bible is full of contradictions. No, it's not. Uh, there's no contradictions in God's word. People try to say, well, it's just written by men. Yes, it was written by men. No, they didn't just pop up out of the air. Uh, God used men. He, uh, that's why it's called inspired. He literally breathed into them what they were to write. He didn't make them uh, just automatons uh, that were unthinking. They were able to use their personalities and their ability uh, to write. Uh, archaeological digs have proven God's Word is still just as the same as it was when it was written, that nothing has been lost in translation. We know that our God is real and true because we're the only religion that serves a living God. <laughs> so, you know, these things, it, it cannot be more clear uh, how Christianity and uh, and God is so different from all other cults and religions. And it's sad that the cults out there, the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witness, they, they have swallowed a lie. And unfortunately, unless they come to know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, they're going to spend an eternity in hell. And that offends a lot of people. They don't like to hear that. And they want to think because if you, you, you were a good uh, uh, little Muslim or Buddhist or uh, Mormon or Jehovah's Witness, that you're going to go into heaven. But Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. My friends, that's why it's imperative in the last days, that we quit chasing the shadows, we quit chasing these things of the world, and we need to start being seekers of truth, and we need to get after and be that light to this world of darkness, and spread that gospel, and tell others about Christ's love and what he came to do. And let's hope and pray that the, the Lord will touch the hearts and minds of the people of this nation before it's too late. And uh, my friends, I think it's just a matter of time that we're gonna be raptured out of here. And wouldn't it be great to be able to see it in our lifetime uh, Jesus Christ raptured us out of here. That'd be a wonderful thing. And it could happen. And But if you're not ready, if you're not giving your life to Jesus Christ, you're going to be left behind. And so you better ask yourself, am I just showing up to church every Sunday to make a good appearance because that's what I think I need to do? Am I just basing my eternal state on good works that if I do these good things and if I'm benevolent, then I'm going to make it into heaven? Or have I truly prayed and accepted Jesus Christ my personal Lord and Savior? And by doing so, that, that faith that God gives us produces works that we're showing in our lives that because of our love for Jesus Christ, we're producing those good things uh, that he has put in within us. So you need to ask yourself, am I giving lip service or am I actually uh, demonstrating in my day-to-day -day life that I have indeed given my, given my heart to Christ Jesus? We must be seekers of truth, not shadow chasers. My friends, uh, let's give our uh, all for Christ today and let us be an example, a living example of what Christ has done for us and be able to be a witness to those around us. Let's have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful and beautiful day that you blessed us with. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to always be seekers of truth, to never stop learning, to never stop striving, 
uh, to be closer to you, to have that mind of Christ. Let us have that close, intimate relationship with you each and every day. Let us serve you well in thought, word, deed, and action. Uh, Lord, let us seek you daily. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you will be with this nation and that you will touch hearts and minds like never before. And people will come to know you before it's too late. And Lord, I just pray that... Um, uh, you'll be with our police officers and that you will let them know that they are loved, they are needed, they are appreciated. And Lord, uh, bring protection about them and their families and our military as well. And Lord, please, I'll lift up a special prayer for Rod and Thelma Thompson, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Linda Feathers, Troy, and David Feathers, Murph. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you will be with all those who are watching today and that you will guide them, those who are having uh, colonoscopies and endoscopies and they don't get good results. And uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you will be with this nation and bring healing upon this land. You'll be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these difficult times, protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate each and every one of you all for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to do these little devotionals. I hope that they uh, are, that you are blessed by them, and praise God for any good if you are. But um, as always, uh, don't forget, you know, with this new time, we'll be doing devotions at 6.15 each morning. Don't forget to join us for Sunday morning service, physical service there in the sanctuary at the church, Fountain Life Bible Church, 118 Julie Lane, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Dr. Vicky will be bringing the service. And on Sunday night, online service only from 6 p.m. to 7 on Sunday evening and 7 to 8 on Wednesday. And if the weather's good and it's not too hot, we may try to uh, have an outdoor service uh, Sunday night. So uh, let's keep an eye on that, and I'll give you uh, updates as we get closer to see if that's something we could possibly do. So thank you, Miss Kyla. And uh, so if you would like to share these devotions, your friends can find me at Dr. Young 77 If your friends or family don't do Facebook, they can find me either on our website at flbconline.com or on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And if you haven't already, sign up for the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only, but you listen to all of our devotions, all of our sermons, and uh, as you're going out and about your day. In fact, I got a message yesterday. A young lady says she uh, uh, has subscribed to that and listens to the devotions on her way to work each day. So I thought that was pretty cool. So, But anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.